0: This episode contains references to violence and self-harm in the context of folklore.
1: Hermes drawn near and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic and in fraud divine. Dire
0: weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present Hermes and thy claimed here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 18, The Cryptids of Christmas. <laughs> oh hi. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. And Merry Christmas and welcome to Third Eye Bind. Yes. A Bless bright you.
1: a bright Yuletide to you and yours. A bright
0: Yuletide. Blessed. Blessed tidings. <laughs> <laughs> Love and light to you on this blessed day. Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat. Trick or treat, fuckers, because
0: this shit's going to get dark.
1: In this episode, we are discussing the, the cryptids, cryptids of, of Christmas. Christmas.
0: Which happen to be bountiful.
1: (laughs) They are quite abundant. And
0: fucked up. Pretty fucked up.
1: But before we get started... If you like and love Third Eye Bind, we would like and love for you to rate our show wherever you're listening or watching. Leave us a comment or a review. Share our show with your friends who would also enjoy it or perhaps benefit from listening to it. And if you really love us, we would be honored if you subscribe to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash third eye bind. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, so let's, okay, before we begin,
0: I would just like to say thank you, Caitlin, for doing this episode, (laughs) because if you've listened to this for a while, you know that the C word, we're now saying it, cryptids, (laughs) is not Caitlin's favorite thing to talk about, but it's one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm sensitive
1: to the spooks.
0: Yes. We have some extra protection. Of white yeah. light around us, a nice little wreathe
1: yeah. with the pentagram. And I would just
0: like to say out loud that none of these energies that we're speaking of are allowed into or around mm-hmm. our actual Absolutely. being selves, particularly Caitlin. Mm-hmm. You can haunt me. Okay, just <laughs> kidding. Say that. Moving on. <laughs> no, I know you're always like, "Don't fucking do." They know I'm kidding because I winked in my head when I said it. <laughs> Let's let's see what these
1: fucking cards have the to say. This episode, I get possessed.
0: <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can handle it. It's Juniper. I can help it. it. <laughs> now I have a name for this. Now you have a name. <laughs> it's Juniper. <laughs> oh my God. What is it? Oh, I'm scared.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm compelled to shuffle again. I pulled the Ten of Swords. You
0: did not. Again. Shuffle it again. I'm shuffling it again. I don't like it. We, sh- we just pulled that card. Look, sometimes you got to reshuffle it. <laughs> that's weird. That's it, that's that was it. the one about things not ending well. <laughs> and I just said I was going to get possessed. I pulled the
1: Six of Swords. <laughs> okay, well, it's a Swords. Okay, well, it's funny? You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away from these oh, fucking cryptids? Wow. That's. <laughs> Okay, that's not what I would have thought would have happened. So, the Six of Swords is a card that speaks to our need to ask for help sometimes. The understanding that in our most difficult moments, we can't always do things alone when we are suffering, when we are struggling. And I think that a lot of us take on the idea that we have to get through this on our own. I don't want to burden anyone else. And the message of the Six of Swords is that the need for help is not a burden. And when you are willing to ask for what you need from your spirits, from your peers, from your loved ones, someone, somewhere is going to be able to assist you. And I honestly feeling like oh I'm channeling it's it's not so much about the this episode cryptids it's more about when this episode is going to air which is the week before grimace and I think this is a really hard time for so many of us Mm -hmm. Uh, the winter is when the sads hits a lot of us really really hard the holidays this holiday in particular tends to be a source of a lot of pain for folks for whatever reason, all of our families are fucked up in their own unique and special ways. And this can be a time when we are feeling particularly lonely
0: mm.
1: and disconnected. And the good guides around us want to remind... Oh, am I going to cry? The- I can't cry. I'm wearing jewels on my eyes. I'll um, cry for you. <laughs> the good spirits just want to remind us that like, you never have to be alone. And even if the only people you are communing with and celebrating with are those of the spirit realm, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be by yourself. You don't. And that really is the beauty of having a relationship with, with nature, with spirit, is that no matter how isolated you may feel, they are always with you and eager to be by your side to eat with you to cry with you to watch shitty holiday movies with you you never have to do it alone and it's okay to ask for the help that you need not everybody may be in a position to assist you but someone will and we have to put aside our pride and our fear and be willing to ask for that kind of help and this brings me back to the lover's card And the message I teach when it comes to the Lover's Card is that this is the moment in the Major Arcana where we learn that so much of our healing cannot happen by ourselves. So much of our healing is meant to be witnessed by another person, facilitated by another person, whether it's a therapist, a parent, a friend, or a spirit guide. Um, You don't have to be alone. You're not alone. And, like, we're happy you're here. (laughs) Yeah. We're really happy you're here. This
0: is very interesting because while I was researching the cryptids of Christmas, a lot of things came up. Mm -hmm. A lot of it being the fact that Western culture ignores death, ignores Mm. our scary, spooky spirits during Christmas time. And this is their time. And this is their time. Mm -hmm. So to me, that card is not only saying you're not alone, but also you're only celebrating half of a holiday of what could be. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, when you commune with the spirits, even if they're fucking weird, which we will get into, (laughs) they're a part of your family and your culture Mm -hmm. and your lore. So it's, again, like an invitation to go into that space when you're feeling Mm.
1: alone.
0: I think exploring, yeah, yeah,
1: your folklore is a really good way to like spend this time of year, like fairy tales and folk mythology from your ancestry is a really beautiful practice mm. at this time. And
0: digging into the the winter spirits that are forgotten
1: mm-hmm. in this
0: culture and just replaced with pseudo paganism, Jesus time. Yeah, he wasn't even born in the winter. No. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's let's instead of like you know. Like, they're fucked up and funny, but, like, <laughs> they need to be talked about, too, you know? Mm. And so that's very interesting and mm-hmm. not the... But, yes, Christmas yeah. time is... I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is because it just feels very false to me. It feels very forced love and light mm. to me. The most forced love and light. That's the season of love and light. It's everything is the most wonderful time of the year, Laura. It's the most Laura. wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Fuck you for feeling any differently. <laughs> I, I, I just don't enjoy being forced to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But traditions throughout the world embrace that darker aspect too mm-hmm. like extreme measures. It's the solstice. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's winter is death. Mm -hmm. winter is death Mm -hmm. it truly is like the cease of life naturally like it's the pause and I think that also is where a lot of feels come up because it's like this at least, you know, where, where we live, like, L.A. just stops working <laughs> after Literally, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, it's just no one's around. Everything stops. And if you're stops. forced
1: to keep going to work, it feels yeah. extra shitty. <laughs> and if you're forced to keep going, <laughs> yes.
0: extra shitty. If, if you're alone for that or your life sort of mm-hmm. shifts. And then, you know, in ancient times, you know the food was done growing for the year. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of time to sit and think, talk about spook.
1: Mm-hmm. Gigos. Yes.
0: So. Let's get a little bit
1: spooky. Let's get a little sp- yeah.
0: spooky and talk about some well-known you, yeah, cryptid you start friends. It. You want me to start? Okay, start. we'll go back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I'll do one. Then you can do one. Ham. I'm going to start with the most common okay. of the cryptid of Christmas, which is the German krampus krampus is Saint Nicholas's sidekick. He's sort of the bad cop to his good cop. Kramp- I didn't know yeah. he was
1: his sidekick.
0: Oh really? I'm into
1: that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm a wee bit German, so I'm into yeah, this. Okay, we're I'm more than a wee bit German, <laughs> so
0: yes, we like we like crumpish crumpish okay. I'm saying it like that for no reason. Whatever. And, uh, I'm sorry, I've been learning Portuguese, and, like, that's totally a (laughs) a Portuguese way to say it. Sound, yeah. Yeah. The shush. Okay. Anyways, so, his job, like, you know, Santa rewards all the good kids, Mm -hmm. and there's a running theme throughout all of these, and it's gonna be violence against children, so... (laughs) Spoiler alert! If you're triggered by that, don't listen to this episode. So... Yes, he's sort of like the the bad boy brother He's to bad Santa. Santa. He's bad Santa. <laughs> Basically when there's a bad kid, he will uh, beat them with <gasps> his his whips and then stuff them into his sack and drag them to hell. Oh my god. So that is how Krampus rolls. This is why
1: our parents and grandparents are so fucked up. <laughs>
0: Like literally, if you were a bad kid, Krampus will beat the shit out of you and take you to hell. Casual. No pressure. Casual, understated. Oh my god. And like what constitutes being a bad kid, you know? Like I don't oh my know. God. Back then. So Krampus, this is like the most well known. There's like a low-key or shitty movie about it. Uh made recently. Hello. And uh <laughs> it's not very good. It's fine. So it's still something that's celebrated, sort of around the world at this point. But in Germany and LA, yeah. we, there's like I a feel Krampus like the run. Spooky circuit is really into yeah, Krampus. they're really it's embracing the like, horror it. circuit. Yeah. Is the horror circuit. A- I mean, he's he. What does he look like? Well, he's a horned, like goaded, like scary dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, scary. With, like fangs
1: and shit. He's really scary. If yeah. you Google
0: like some masks, but it's interesting I'm not because doing it. don't do it, but <laughs> because people they uh there's a krampus run so it's like a parade where people dress up yeah. like krampus and like make their own masks and things to germany and here they did one too they do it you know mm-hmm. around and uh they go around and like scare people essentially that sounds horrible <laughs> yeah so that's fun.
1: Keep me away. <laughs>
0: so that's... That it's is like Krampus. Halloween Horror
1: Nights, but it's Christmas Horror yeah. Nights. Krampus so,
0: Nights. And it's a lot of dudes like in Krampus costume. Knot. Krampus schnatt. <laughs> Krampus schnatt. I don't know. I want to hear some more of yours. Oh, you want to hear more? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's see. So there. that's Germany. Let's see. Did I want to do... I have a long expose on one. I'm going to wait. Okay. Well, then, okay. Then we go to German, another German, Mm -hmm. and then we have Pennsylvania Dutch. So then we have Belschnickel, okay? (laughs) Have you heard of Belschnickel? No. Okay, so Belschnickel is, like, not as scary as Krampus. He's just basically a dirty old man that either gives you candy or beats you. It's the same thing. (laughs) But this Belschnickel, he comes a few weeks before Christmas to check up on you, right? And uh, he doesn't bring gifts. He just is there to beat the bad kids. And he's dirty. He wears (laughs) rags. And he's just stinky and smelly. And he beats you. So that's Belschnickel. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. That's a real thing. I can't. So, again, a a man is beating a child. Yeah. So that's Belschnickel. Huh. German, we are fucking insane. That's I think it's wild. interesting that
1: they mm-hmm. all come around this time of year.
0: Yes, that that's something. There's a lot of beating of kids around Christmas. And What's maybe, with that? maybe it's because it's wintertime and everyone's holed up in the house. So the kids are like annoying Just the like parents. Bonkers. No, I'm like, well, maybe that's why they're like, if you don't shut the fuck up, Belshnickel's going to come and kick your ass. Like maybe that's why they, you know, oh this God. lore has come come to be. Maybe I mean I don't know. Is it because wintertime people are more idle and they have time to get annoyed with their? Because people would live in like one room, Run, you know? Yeah, like totally close quarters. Yeah, in rural, you know, areas. I mean, quarantine I mean, lockdown was pretty hard.
1: I mean, look what <laughs> quarantine did to relationships, yeah. right? I mean,
0: maybe that's one of my theories. Yeah, that's interesting. Would you like to... Would you like to I'll share. L-
1: share. Um, so most of the cryptids and spooky spirits that I've known and have researched when it comes to, like, Latin America and the Caribbean aren't really specific to Christmas. Um, That's fine. And I don't know if it's because yeah. they just, like, predate...
0: A lot of the Asian ones, too, I... I, they're not christmas they're not Christmassy. because they didn't
1: have... Yeah, because there wasn't yeah, Christmas there wasn't until christmas the last there. few yeah. hundred years. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My personal haunt <laughs> <gasps> is a spirit that is... In, in Cuba, we call them el coco. And... They have other names throughout Latin America. El Coco. Is el- it El Cocoi? Is that, is that different? Cocoy, yeah. That's, that's uh-huh. the same thing. Okay. And it's supposedly of like Spanish or Portuguese origin, and it was brought over to the Caribbean and South America, Latin America. Um, but in Cuba, and I think it's probably similar everywhere else, El Coco is basically a boogeyman, this like terrifying being Mm. who my grandmother would threaten that if we didn't behave ourselves Mm. when we were out in public or in her house, or if we didn't go to sleep at night, he would come and get us and eat us. Mm. And I just remember being so fucking afraid that I couldn't fall asleep fast enough because I didn't want to see El Coco. I didn't want him to show up before I had a chance to fall asleep that's scary isn't that fucked up why are we doing this to children
0: <laughs> so so far three for three
1: I feel like a really good parent in this episode right I mean because
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. scare the shit out of my kids <laughs> yeah it's like that yeah. La Llorona like I have her on my list too yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: and like La Llorona is, is definitely one of those tales of like a woman mm. scorned yeah and I think that it's both a trope, but also a common theme that a lot of folks of Latin American ancestry experience. It's like uh, machismo tends to express itself sometimes as a disloyal partner to the women who hold it the fuck down with mm. kids and a house. And the story of La Llorona is... A Story of a Woman Scorned. There are different versions of it. In some versions, she's married to her partner and they have kids. And she finds out that he's cheating and she drowns herself and her children. And she wanders the earth looking for her children. And if you misbehave or if you wander off from your parents, she'll scoop you up if you're Mm. a kid and take you down to the waters with her. And then there are also versions where she was betrothed to somebody who was cheating on her and his he went to stop by his lover's house on the way to the wedding and she got him drunk so he missed the wedding
0: what? and like in
1: her agony like she killed c- herself and wow. we should put like a content warning on this episode yeah we should do a trigger, <laughs> in, the, trigger warning. in the episode description for sure we maybe we can edit it in um but in it's her, gonna too, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. In sure. her agony, she she kills herself and wanders the earth looking for the children that she wanted to have that she mm-hmm. didn't get to have because she mm-hmm. never got partnered. And so I feel like mm-hmm. La Llorona is one of those spirits that little kids get threatened with and we're afraid of. But as you get older, you realize like. That could be me.
0: <laughs> it's relatable. A La more. Llorona
1: could be any of us. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's not this, like, evil entity, but she's somebody who is genuinely harmed. hmm And we've turned her into this, like, villain when really she's the victim. Mm-hmm. So she's an mm. interesting one. There's actually a really great movie. There's a shitty movie called but it's La Llorona. Not
0: La Llorona, where it's like the white woman is no, the main focus of the No, not movie. that one.
1: It, it was by a Guatemalan filmmaker, and I am sorry for forgetting his name, but the La Llorona by the Guatemalan filmmaker follows like an indigenous woman who is a housekeeper for this wealthy family. And I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's fucking I wanna good I want to watch it. It's really good. Okay. I'd highly recommend, yeah.
0: Because I tried to watch the other one and I was like, "It was literal garbage." Oh my god, this yeah. is garbage. And not it's even not the even kind of garbage that's
1: fun. Like, yeah, this really bad. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> give I ha- me, give I me have another a one. Female. I have a female, scary pants. Ooh. From Iceland. Ooh. <sighs> there is a giant grumpy troll woman <laughs> named Grila.
1: <gasps> yeah. 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 I've heard of, and she like exists in other places too, like under, like Grila.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Grila, Grila. Uh-huh. Like there, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. things, right? So this really a deity almost has been around since like 1300, like and before. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like a pagan a pagan an old spirit an old spirit right but it's something that's taken very seriously in iceland and still really feared and has really stood the test of time so i will get into a description Mm. she's big she's grumpy she's hungry for kids to eat at christmas she puts them in a sack and boils them alive okay the sack
1: is very popular the sack
0: is popular (laughs) you gotta put it somewhere i mean where is she gonna put the kids right i
1: don't think they could fit in anything else yeah that's true
0: so I'll get into like the 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 specifics and then I'll get into some interesting things. Okay? okay. So So she's got family and things associated with her that were sort of added on in the 19th century. Okay. That weren't always associated with Her lore evolved. Her lore evolved and got she she got a family, okay? Uh, she has she has a husband at some point that she eats because she got bored of him. We love her, love her for that. That happens, you know. That sometimes you got to eat. Sometimes her it's the only right thing to do. So he's not like <laughs> a super. The, he's the, it varies a lot. Like you said, like this mm-hmm. is Iceland based, but there's yeah. she's got hooves. Let's see. Okay, so she's got thirteen sons called. The Yule, fuck, what are they called? I forgot to write that down. But they're like the Seven Dwarves, kind of. Yeah. They each got a personality. Like the Yule children. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the yeah, Yule yeah. boys or something like that. I forgot. So uh, they, they have things like the Seven Dwarves. There's like, you know, Sleepy Dopey. There's Gully Hawk. He hides in gullies and then jumps out and licks the foam from freshly uh, milked cows. <laughs> like on top of the, goes, <laughs> and then he like jumps back. There's Stubby, who's short. Stop it. That's it. Stubby's just short. That's his. That's his flaw. Poor Stubby. Poor Stubby. Didn't get any special powers. This is just a few of my favorites. Okay. My These favorite is These are a few uh, of my favorite, favorite things. Yule lads. <laughs> Yule lads. That's <laughs> Yule what it is. Yeah, yes. I got it. It's lads. Yes. Yule boy. Yule boy sounds like like proud Boys. Or <laughs> Whatever. Okay. There's spoon liquor. Guess what he does? Nasty. Guess what spoon really? liquor does? He he's a liquor and thief of spoons. Does he lick the clean
1: spoons? Yeah. I babysat a little kid who did that. Spoon liquor.
0: <laughs> he steals your spoons and will lick your spoons. We, he's. I feel like I have a spoon liquor in my house, like a fucking brownie or something. Okay, there's there's a guy who's like a door slammer. Sl- mm-hmm. Slams likes to slam doors. There's window peeper. Okay, so we're, what I'm getting on here is... Um, <laughs> these are male predatory behaviors. They um, are. Slamming that are doors. manifesting Be as nasty. Yule lads. Yeah. So, window peeper. He looks at you through the window. Like, the, that's a literal, like... Oh, my Is it a federal God. offense? I don't think so, but... You can go to jail for that. You can okay? definitely
1: get in trouble for being you can get a window flagged. peeper.
0: You can probably get arrested. You end for up that. on a
1: registry somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're a
0: sex offender. So they are sex offenders and stalkers and it's just gross, creepy ass. <laughs> so those are her kids that quite were given were given to her lore in a later, a much later period than mm. her origin. Okay. So then she's got a pet cat. Okay. It's called the Yule cat. Of course. There's another name. And I wrote, I wrote, this cat don't give a fuck. <laughs> because a lot of these things are like, hey, I'm going to kill you because of this, this, and this. Like, you're bad or something. Right. Like, the cat will just fucking eat you for no reason. <laughs> right? Just, they don't care. Adults and children alike. Oh, The cat okay. will, will eat you. Yeah. Unless you get a new article of clothing for Christmas. <laughs> And then you're spared.
1: Then you're spared from the cat? So the cat just doesn't like old-fashioned? Well, the
0: cat... So I I was confused, but I was like, what the fuck? So then I did more research, and it turns out if you got all your work done, mm-hmm. you were rewarded with a new article of clothing. I guess that was a thing. So that was a symbol oh. of like your all your work was done for the year. You've done all and the you've labor. you've been rewarded with a new article of like, with some socks oh. or a hat or something. So it's back to this theme of like punishment. you are lazy. It's laziness oh. and punishment for not working or for not fulfilling something. Again, Across the board. Look, Sounds Grilla, like a setup. <laughs> Grilla is like, I'm hungry and I'm going to eat you. But then we got her cat is just like the Krampus of this story. Right. Right. Okay. So fascinating. Grilla or Grayla's or whatever you want to call her's name uh, loosely translate to growler. Okay. Yeah. She's a growler. Okay. <laughs> so before this is like an ancient, if we treat this as an ancient pagan like folklore deity Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which she is and she wasn't connected to her family until the nineteenth century before this whole like extra story where there was a lot of added male figures Mm -hmm. and this cool cat. We like the cat. We stand the cat. (laughs) She basically controls winter. Like the as the season. Mm -hmm. She has a lot
1: of power. So she became demonized? A little bit. Yeah. She was always grumpy and and kind of like yeah. sketch, but. Which makes sense for winter.
0: She's a crone. She's a crone.
1: She's a crone. She's a crone. Crones she personifies are a little grumpy.
0: crone, winter and darkness, and, and has her her power. The villain. And they sort of. She became feared, I yeah. should say.
1: Well, and like, it's good to have a healthy dose of fear when it comes Especially to like elder the, spirits. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's sort of where it, it uh But
1: they made her scary by adding in those little shitty
0: those shitty dudes. Shitty kids.
1: Yeah. You lads, fuckers. Isn't that interesting?
0: <laughs> so it was like before, you know, the nineteenth century, which I'm sure brought about patriarch more patriarchal shit. Right. She had a lot of power and she still does. Like she's still respected yeah. a lot. But you know, there's still this added this added story. Mm. Added lore to her story because I don't know why. But again,
1: there's just. We l- love to villainize the crone, yeah. don't we?
0: Yeah. I we do. I, we do like to villainize the crone and throw tomatoes at mm-hmm. the ugliness of the aging mm-hmm. body. We're,
1: women are not allowed to age.
0: No. No. So fascinating. Isn't that interesting? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think. And I I was thinking about it, too, is like pagan celebrations in the wintertime were meant to bring people together. But they're also meant to bring the dead and spooky ass spirits together with the with all of that. Yeah. So that's where all this stuff comes from. And like with without that, it's just. It's just pseudo happy and sugary coated crap and that's what we have in america at least
1: yeah hyper consumerism
0: yeah Mm -hmm. just this weird and to me like personally i have trouble connect i have a lot of trouble connecting with christmas because of just stuff Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of it i think if it was if we embraced, it was more about the dead and if it was more spooky for me Mm -hmm. culturally like I would like it a lot more. Yeah, because I like the darkness, and I think I think yeah. that's more interesting. You know,
1: that was like a big trend during the Victorian ages. Victorian age, especially in like England um, or the UK. Yeah, was telling. Ghost stories. That's where um, Charles Dickens. What is it? Yeah, the, Scrooge, uh, A Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. That's where that came from. Like that was the vibe mm-hmm. at Christmas, and a lot of them had to do with like the downfall of greed and wealth. And it mm-hmm. was at a time when the British Empire was at its greatest, aka most evil. And so, a lot of these stories came from working class homes, working Mm. class families, poor families. And when you don't have a lot of money, you can't exchange gifts, right? You're exchanging stories with one another. And so, Mm. they would have these haunting tales about the downfall of the wealthy through the
0: supernatural.
1: Mm -hmm. Which is that sounds like fun to me. (laughs) We should
0: bring that shit back, (laughs) or bring it to America. Bring it to America. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I just scare I, the rich. <laughs> I just don't like this whole, ugh, and it's just you know, you, you old tra- pagan traditions were mm-hmm. heavily borrowed. Okay, mm-hmm. to assimilate, and it's just it's just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And then we're demonized. So yeah,
1: it's icky. It's icky. You got any more? Sure, I have. La Befana, who is an Italian spirit, but you can also find her in other parts of Eastern Europe. And she's very much a crone-like figure. And like the Krampus, (laughs) she doles out punishments for the lazy Mm -hmm. and gifts for the hardworking. And she rides on a broomstick Every January, she rides, she packs up and sets off on a broomstick to join the three kings, the magi, who are also seeking the Christ child. She searches every house, and if she finds a child there, she leaves a cookie and gifts behind. Mm. So she's not all Mm-mm. bad. And here's the thing if we think about work from outside of a capitalist lens, there's always going to be work to do when it comes to taking care of ourselves one another and mother earth like if we moved capital removed capitalism from the equation entirely Like, somebody has to feed people. Somebody has to clothe people. Somebody has to bathe people. We have to bathe ourselves. Um, We have to take care of the animals. We have to tend to our gardens. And even if money wasn't a thing, labor would still exist, Mm -hmm. not in the way it does now. And so I can kind of see where this energy of, like, you need to make sure your work is done before it gets too cold. And if you get it done, you'll be rewarded as, like, a way to, like, incentivize people to get their hustle on. Before Mm -hmm. the frost comes I'm just like now like connecting those dots you know like even if we weren't forced to go to work the way we are now there would still be work to do and I can see why certain spirits come out during this type of year to remind you like get that shit done because winter's coming and also
0: if they're earthly spirits like they're Mm -hmm. gonna want you to to take care of your shit and take care of the land that Mm -hmm. they come from right because that's before the and snow is no joke, okay? I'm from working from California. Yeah, I don't fuck with the snow. I don't fuck with snow.
1: It's not my <laughs> it's thing. Not for me. It's
0: scary and it's cold. It's too cold. I okay. don't like it. It's pretty, don't get me wrong, and but like, a blizzard with no electricity? <sighs> like snow for months with no electricity? I It's not for me. It's not. It's, it's not that for, imagine it's not that me. circumstance. If we just turned yeah. off all the sound, we just had candles. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And we we're freezing fucking yes. cold. You
1: only have candles. It gets like, dark really early. Yeah. And There's we not cold. a lot of time.
0: And we have very little like food. Yeah. Left.
1: Cause it's the cold time. I'd be a
0: little grumpy too. Yeah. I'd be a little like, Ugh! you know?
1: Yeah. It kind of makes them seem not, I mean the beating the kids part, that's fucked up. Yeah. We don't come down don't that. Down but that. like, I, I, I'm understanding it more. Like it's making Forgetting sense. We're getting where this is
0: coming from. Yeah.
1: I see the, like, human need where these spirits arose from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that all Mm, on on your... That's a good one. All right. We're really, like, figuring
0: this out, aren't we? (laughs) We really are. Okay. um, I forgot to look at... Okay. We're going to talk about Mary Lude. I was hoping you would talk about Mary Lude. Is it Mari? It's I don't know. Mari leud. Mari leud. Like is it Marilud. where does it come I don't from? Know. I'm gonna say it in an Irish accent because I think I like it. <laughs> Actually, it's Welsh. I'm it's just Welsh, it's right? Welsh. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's Welsh. So this is a Christmas zombie horse. We like we like her. This is a Welsh tradition. She rises from the grave and tries to enter your house, and. The way that you, the way that you, uh, win this battle of wits is with the battle of of words. Essentially, you have to rap battle this zombie horse. <laughs> Give them Essentially, a rhyme. you do. You rap battle this horse, okay? And then it goes. And this is on New Year's Eve. It'll try and get in your house. Um, so, that's cool. And people, I think people do that too, where they, they'll go door to door and be like, "Mary Lou's trying to get in your house. Yeah. And then you have to like, they it's They do like have a game. somebody who gets dressed yeah. up and yeah. like, yeah. I, I love just, the
1: costume. I it's love kind of the fun costume. to look at.
0: Yeah. The costume is really beautiful. It's like a skeleton horse with like ribbon and like. Yeah. It's actually it's, really beautiful. It's fucking cool. Like, I would tattoo that on me. I if, like the Lou If it meant something like.
1: Doesn't, deep. don't they have like a little. Liar, too, or something, I think a, a guitar, This sounds like a an good instrument, time, right? It's a Google it.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I have to look, but they're very beautiful. <laughs> this zombie horse,
1: I like the zombie horse. I was hoping you would talk about the Mari Lude. Okay, I'll share another one. This is not a Christmas one. Um, that's okay. Let's see. So, back to Latin American spirits. One that came up is Oh. And their country of origin is Peru and Bolivia. You can mm. find them in both places. And this one, like, cracked me the fuck up, so I have to share it. <laughs> A pale-skinned vampire boogeyman who roams the Andes and kills peasants in order to drain them of their body fat. The legend of Pistaco was basically plucked directly from the real-life horrors experienced by indigenous communities of Peru and Bolivia during colonization in the 15th century. Wow. The first written account of the creature comes from the priest Cristobal de Molina, a 16th-century scholar of Incan culture, who chronicled a spreading native fear in Cusco that Spaniards were going to kill them and drain them of their fat. Since then, Spaniards were fucked up, too. Like, Spaniards are wildly violent. Yeah. And that yeah. is, is, like, again, part of, like, the legacy of being, like, a person of mixed descent from these places. Um, since then, descriptions of the creature have varied slightly from generation to generation. But as a rule, they all tend to be white men, invaders, alternati- alternately also depicted as priests, doctors, aid workers, missionaries, tourists, anthropologists. Damn. They stand in for five centuries of foreign exploit exploitation, which honestly like it's kind of the most terrifying part of this whole myth, right? That like yeah. there were, it actually how ha- isn't that wild though? Like it wow. The the violence of colonialism became part of the lore, Mm -hmm. became part of the lore, pishtaco, they have to be white. I think something that I'm realizing as we're going through cryptids from Europe versus from like Latin America is that it seems like Europe is the only place where we have Christmas centric or like winter centric spirits. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wonder, like, does that have something to do with like Christianity's like chokehold yeah. on that area? I think so. Eventually, the whole the whole world.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean that was sort of the way. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to like do yeah. a little chart. That like I won't do it, but someone yeah, could but do someone it. But someone
1: could do it. I'm sure someone. <laughs> I'm
0: sure somebody has a degree in this shit. Christmas cryptid yeah. anthropology. Absolutely. <laughs> Please reach out to the show. Please re- I I have a fan That's Hit us up on the third I Okay.
1: Do you have any more Yes. Christmassy ones? This is the most
0: fucked up one. Lay it on me. Frau Perchta. Okay. She's a witch and on New Year's Eve, <laughs> she guess what? Rewards the good and punishes the bad. If you're bad, she violently slashes open your stomach. Pulls out your intestines oh, and replaces fuck. them with garbage. Oh my god! <laughs> garbage straw or rocks, to be more specific. Ugh. She rides a demon called—I uh, don't know if I'm pronouncing this right—Straggle. So, oh my god! You know what? Like, this welcome is- to Straggle Rock. <laughs> Down to Straggle Rock. <laughs> 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 it's like Fraggle Rock. Chase
1: the no. cares away. Chase the cares away. Save them for another day. Cut your um. guts out. Fraggle <laughs> Rock. You know, a lot of these punishments, bringing it back to Christianity, are sounding a lot like the torture methods implemented by the Catholic Church oh. for like heretics.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Right? It's almost like the Catholic Church incites violence. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, that that's some scary shit. Mm-hmm. That's like, why isn't there a Frau Perch, which is a German, again, of German origin, mm. um, or Austrian German? Why is that not a movie? I want to see that movie. Yeah.
1: And a part of me wonders, like, I wonder if, what, what's her name again? Frau Perchta? Yeah. Frau, Frau Perchta. I wonder if, like, if we go back far enough, Frau Perchta and other spirits like her, like, what if they weren't so much about rewarding those who worked hard and punishing those who were bad? Because, like, humans are imperfect. I wonder if they were more about, like, being enforcers of justice, like or real protectors. justice and protectors, you know? Like, I wonder Maybe if it they got so much demonized. being naughty. Yeah. Like it's not so much about being a bad kid or not working hard enough. I wonder mm. if they used to be the punishers of those who really did cause harm yeah. to other humans and to the planet.
0: I mean, look at how they treat actual witches, right? You know, healers, healers, <laughs> people that talk to cats because yeah. they were lonely mm-hmm. and old mm-hmm. and alone. I have Maybe to, I have. I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw boys. <laughs> and not help but wonder. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a right. few female uh, cryptids here that... that Because uh,
1: even Gryla didn't get those shitty... Gryla's powerful. lads until later. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So, I, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe they felt that adding the male perspective added value... <laughs> to her legend I Which rolled. was fine How would anyone understand that an old woman is powerful She needs a man and This is not relatable And a cat, but we like the cat, it's fine
1: I'm not mad at I'm cat. just curious, carry- I wonder I think that might be my next research project yeah. Is like digging into these old crones That became these like enforcers of punishment Against people who were misbehaving And I mm-hmm. wonder if they were really more like people who or spirits who exercised, like, true justice when it comes to being, like, a good inhabitant of Earth.
0: hmm And the people that mm-hmm. perpetuated these legends were the people that were harming the probably Earth. the and worst. Yeah. people, probably. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, they flipped it, maybe. <gasps> ah. The only other thing I have to add to this, cover, well, to the scaries. Mm-hmm. I know you have some more, so... um, is that in, in Portugal, there's a uh, uh, a seasonal sea monster dish. <laughs> it's in the shape of a sea monster or get a lamprey. You it? mm-hmm. It's made of egg yolks, and it's called lampria de ovos. Okay. Interesting. And it, it's, it's uh, the lamprey. I think it translates to, like, lamprey eggs or the eggs or something like that. But it's, like, this little... It's cute. It's like, and it's like an egg, eggy dish, and it looks like a sea monster. That's cool. I thought that was cute.
1: Yeah. That also, like, tracks that there's lots of sea monster lore in
0: Portuguese. Yeah. Yes. That that does track. It's a lot of ocean. Anywhos. Yeah. I'm spent. What else you got?
1: What else I got? I mean, I have a few local, like, California cryptids who aren't... Again, like winter specific, but we'll give them a little shout out. Yeah. We have the lone. Ooh. <laughs> I just got to chill. This one oh, must be real. Um, the lone pine mountain devil.
0: <laughs> the lone pine mountain yourself. devil. I did. You're all, why are you all red right now?
1: <laughs> um, Protect <spray> me. <laughs> oh, this one must be real. Yeah. Okay. So, the Lone Pine Ooh. Mountain Devil is a winged carnivore of North American folklore. Some believe it to be west a west coast relative of the New Jersey Devil.
0: I love the Jersey um, Devil. They
1: are described as winged demons sent from the depths of hell. Blah. And it's like are they winged demons sent from the depths of hell? Or are they just like really fucking old animals and there aren't that many of them left and we can't get that close to them for like science to do their weird thing and identify them? Exactly. Maybe they're pterodactyls. Maybe, Maybe it's like they're a dinosaur. Owls. You know, like a spirit, uh, not a spirit, but like a creature that just hasn't. Like Loch Ness Monster, they say, is a yeah. plesiosaur. Or like Tahoe Tessie. There's Tahoe a monster Tessie. in Lake Tahoe. Named Tahoe Oh my
0: gosh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The Jersey Devil is allegedly like a half demon, half man. There was like... That was like born, you know... Ooh! Of a woman, a human woman, but then was... Or a science experiment gone wrong. There's a lot of weird theories
1: Interesting.
0: About yeah, it's all very creepy.
1: So apparently the North Pine Devil... Only attack creatures who disrupt disrupt the ambiance and inner peace of its natural habitat. But I would Same. imagine that like Same. I do too. As humans continue to encroach and like build fucking track homes all over the place, these poor guys don't have a lot of space <laughs> to like these poor devils. be chill. Yeah. No. If they exist, then yeah, I'd be like Hello. the last. It seems like the last sightings were in the early two thousands, and we haven't seen Aww. them since. They're extinct, right? I'm all feeling bad for oh it. <laughs> like <What? laughs> the North Pine Devils person too. Then we have the Fresno Night Crawlers. Those are spooky.
0: Those are spooky. Those are spooky. they tell. they're
1: believed to be an alien. Um, But they're a cryptid that has made two appearances so far. Um, One in Fresno and the other in Yosemite or Awani Mm -hmm. National Park in California. In both sightings, it's only seen in video footage. And they're basically this like, (laughs) like long, tall, slender, gray, Mm -hmm. like lots of legs. Lots, lots of, of legs, lots like of le- It's like w- two sets of legs, but a lot of oh, them. They're really, really long yeah. leg, like very, very small oh. on top. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, a picture? there's a photo which you you can't oh, see them that well. I
0: don't like. it's like
1: there are videos. You can find the videos on YouTube, but oh. I will not watch yeah, it. I don't watch that. And I kind of wonder, okay, here's the thing with aliens. Well, they like to be called extraterrestrials, first of all. <laughs> um, in my practice, I have channeled and interacted with countless extraterrestrial spirits, kind of like Juniper. Yeah, like Juniper. And what I have found about... That's one of my guides, by the way, mm-hmm. in case this is the only <laughs> episode. So listen to the last episode. Yeah. Um But what I have found that all extraterrestrials that I've encountered have in common is that they have a desire to see humankind succeed. Mm -hmm. They're like, look, we've been doing this whole taking care of a planet thing a lot longer than you. We don't understand why it went so wrong. Here's some helpful advice. Um, So sometimes when I see these things about cryptids that might be extraterrestrials, I'm like, are they Protectors, like, are they really scary or are they protectors? Yeah,
0: I don't know. They're always. I think it's always scary because mm-hmm. humans are. We fear what we don't know exactly. and don't understand. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, they are. I mean, look, if I saw one of those things, I'd probably be scared. Like, I wouldn't go up to it. No, I
1: would not be like. Hey. They say <laughs> that
0: about about Bigfoot too. Yeah, Sasquatch is that they're
1: supposed to be in California too. Yes, yeah, in the Pacific
0: Northwest. They're kind of all over the country yeah. in different hotspots. And they say that too about Bigfoot is that they're interdimensional beings mm-hmm. and that, or they're giganthropithecus that didn't die Ooh. out, which I think is, have you I ever, don't think either is impossible. Yeah. yeah giganthropri- you know what giganthropithecus is? Yeah. No. So it's an old, um, uh, non-human primate. Right, that existed. Right, right. It was real. And yes. it's, it's it looks just like Bigfoot. Yeah. Like, if you Google it, if you want to Google it, you yeah. can't. You don't have to. But it, it's it's huge. And it... I feel like both of those are reasonable. And I'm like, well, oh, you know, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's It's I think interesting to me that there was something that literally existed yeah. that looks just like Bigfoot.
1: I think sometimes humans forget, or they just don't know, that, like, we... Are not We're the a first. <laughs> we are so new Don't to act Earth. New. <laughs> right? Don't act new. <laughs> You're embarrassing <laughs> us. Um, there are so many beings who have existed on this Earth before us, and I'm not just talking about the dinosaurs. Like, um, yeah, evolution's fucking real. I'm not one of those. Yes, uh, but there are elder spirits who have existed here so much longer, and like the most well-known are the fae. Yeah. And something one of my teachers, Chiron Armand, taught me is that like the fae are the justice system of the earth. So these elder spirits that were here before us, they're not so much interested in helping us. They're more about helping the earth. Mm. And sometimes we are afraid of them because they do dole out punishment, Mm. but they dole out punishment as they see it appropriate based on how to take care of the planet. Which is yeah. kind of an interesting way to think about it.
0: Which would explain why, like, Bigfoots throw rocks mm-hmm. at people.
1: Totally. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And A campfire here?
0: <laughs> it may be why <laughs> people go missing in forests sometimes. Doing things they shouldn't be doing. Or just at the yeah. wrong place at the wrong time. Because mm-hmm. these, you have to understand something about elementals. They're not human. So Mm-mm. the things that we deem... um fucked up and wrong by our moral compass does not always align Mm -mm. with how they feel and think. And it's sad sometimes that means that little kids go missing and maybe that I don't know. It could be like a human predator stealing kids and stuff. But totally. There have been some very strange instances where adults and children have gone missing like that.
1: Well in the woods those stories freak me the fuck out. When you think (laughs) about like the woods as a sacred space and when you think about the indigenous people of these lands like, for example, we both have ancestors who settled in Appalachia Mm -hmm. and in Appalachia, like you don't go out at night. You don't look in the trees. If something calls your name, you keep walking forward. Mm -hmm. And these are all things that the people who settled there learned from the indigenous people who were ultimately taken from there during the trail of tears. Um, But Even like, okay, when we were in Awani, Yosemite, there was this one lake and all of these tourists were in there swimming and I walked up to it and I was like, we have to go. Mm. And I realized like, I couldn't explain it in the moment. And this has happened to me in other natural places um, where I'm like, humans aren't supposed to be here
0: that's how i felt about big sir the last yeah, time i just like, went there
1: this doesn't belong to us this is not for us there are some parts of this earth yeah. that are specifically for the elder spirits and the elementals yeah. and when we go poking around in there yeah. we're literally not welcome no and like shit can shit can happen and it's all
0: like national park national mm-hmm. parks don't release records of how many people go missing in them that's that weird
1: fascinating
0: it's weird i did not know that they don't keep track it's fucking there, there's this guy in this documentary it's a pretty credible documentary this mm-hmm. guy wrote a book called missing 411 and have you? Oh my God, it's so creepy. And It's fascinating to yeah. me because it's, he, it's these stories about these hot spots where people go missing. Yeah. Um, a lot of them being where there are caves as well, like cave systems and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother episode, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that on our, our extraterrestrial episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, there's going to be an extraterrestrial <laughs> episode. Um, but it, he talks about how he literally inquired about these things and they wouldn't, they were like, uh, they're like, oh, we'll give it to you for like $500,000 or $50,000. Like they were like, they know shit's happening and they don't keep, they don't keep track of how many, many people die or go missing they don't want people or go to missing. Know. It's weird. It is weird. Cause then the tourists wouldn't come. Right. Because they're it's banking the land. That's so all money. It's all money. But it's like these park rangers and I'm like, well, it's
1: so weird. When you think about like how the national park system came to be, and how, like John Muir, who was a eugenicist, the Sierra Club, yeah. was founded on eugenicist ideology, um, when the stewards of the land are like uprooted, and then yeah. some white dude decides to just pave trails yeah. through the land without consideration for the spirits of the land, like. Sh- Bad shit's gonna
0: happen. Bad shit. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the, the song <laughs> "This Land Is Your Land." It's fucked this up. Land is your land, <laughs> this manifest destiny shit that we're taught in school, yeah, like that, it's bullshit. How do you not think that's not going to come with a spiritual cost? Because, because manifest destiny. Because everything is ours. Because we're that white, white
1: entitlement. Absolutely. It's
0: really scary. <laughs>
1: It is when you think about it, how like there's just no consideration for consequence because white supremacy does not have consequences
0: for whiteness. No, it's just take, take. Yeah. It's ours. It's our destiny. Extract, extract. Yeah. Murder. Murder. Hide. Yeah. Sweep under the rug. Mm -hmm. bury. Yeah. Canada, too. Not just here. Not just here. Mm hmm. All around, the world.
1: all around the world all around the world people are all around the world <laughs> <laughs> we have to,
0: we have to incorporate humor so, so hey 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 no fucking wonder there are scary ass cryptids yeah like you said yeah maybe they're the protectors like they we talked here. about the like yeah. Grilla, and like maybe they're the defenders <sighs> of the earth and we're not meant to like yeah. fucking interact and see them. So when we do mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, we're like, ah, and then we're like, that's on. evil. And they're like, just hungry. They're like, just want honey. <laughs> 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 it's like Winnie the Pooh, like, yeah. Mrah. I mean mm-hmm. then those things are fascinating because they're fascinating. Yeah. And people make some good documentaries about them. Some people sensationalize mm-hmm. it and it gets mixed up and yeah. people don't think it's real and people think witches fucking really fly so i mean that's the world we live in yeah wouldn't it be fun (laughs) if we could fly that yeah i like i fucking fucking love that shit (laughs) i wish (laughs) what else did we want i want to say about christmas time i don't know is it
1: time for spirit candy (sighs) yeah
0: i think it's time for spirit okay spirit candy channeled messages from our spirit guides this sort of goes along with winter time okay in silence, you will find enough stagnancy to feel your full connection to self, and therefore the earth. And mm-hmm. I'm going to add on to that. And therefore, the spirits of the earth mm-hmm. that surround you, so you can hang out and give mm-hmm. them a cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's wintertime, right? That stagnancy, that, that, yeah. em- that void... And like the card that we pulled at the beginning, that's a time to ask for connection and to ask for help from spirits Mm. that maybe you don't always seek Mm -hmm. because of whatever reason, right? Spirits are seasonal, for sure. You're never alone. Mm -hmm. I'll be hitting up my girl, Mari Lude, the demon horse. Marlud is so cute. <laughs> the
1: cutest like, of the Christmas cryptids. but also so cute. Like I
0: want a painting of her on my wall. Like I would rock it. Okay, let's see.
1: Oh, okay. This it's this is about Lucifer, but I do think it's applicable to what we are unpacking about these spirits. We're always down for Lucifer. Mhm. So Lucifer, as we have come to know him, is an invention of the church to further justify the oppression of the non-conforming and the feminine. When enough people begin to believe in something, through the power of their belief, eventually that entity, that energy, comes to exist in its own way. While many use the demonization of Lucifer as their point of reference, in truth, he is a guardian angel for those who feel discarded abandoned tossed away the ones who refuse to toss away their own truths and fall into line through this understanding of the spirit lucifer becomes the liberator and lilith the gentle mother of the orphaned and i think that something we are discovering just through the process of talking it out Mm -hmm. this episode is that a lot of these spirits might not be so scary, but they've been m- possibly like manipulated and twisted into something that is a tool of inflicting fear in those who don't do not labor as the systems desire for them mm-hmm. to labor,
0: um, or straight up invented, yeah, because of that, exactly, yeah, or borrowed and twisted, exactly, you know, and yes. then renamed. And, and I repackaged. feel like that's
1: even more powerful to like take the spirits who. Yeah, the like pagans already had, and to like manipulate them to pervert yeah. those real spirits into something dangerous is done all the time. A powerful tool,
0: the goat, the mm-hmm. horned god.
1: Exactly, yes,
0: Lucifer, Absolutely. The horned god.
1: Hmm.
0: Wow. Damn. It's a good fucking episode. It's
1: a good episode. I
0: very much Marie enjoyed Kripma. it. Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Ta-na-na-na. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad.
0: I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, well, on a real note, though, like, I, I hope that you all find comfort this holiday season. Mm. Maybe... I'm going to try and rewire my little brainy brain and think about it in this new creepy way because that makes me happy.
1: Yeah. Bring new, back the Victorian vibe.
0: <laughs> let's get spooky this Christmas yeah, season. Pop let's
1: some popcorn.
0: Watch a scary ish movie. Tell some ghost
1: stories. I really like Scrooge if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's got ghosties. It's got it's like humor. the only one I can
0: think of. And the shitty Krampus movie. Yeah. But hey, get what you can, right? So. Watch Die Hard. Watch Die Hard. <laughs> There's enough violence in Die Hard that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing compared to these motherfuckers, but. Hmm. Mary Lude. May Mary Lu, Mari Lude, whatever the fuck, knock on your door. <laughs> and may you win the battle of wits. <laughs>
1: uh a bright tide to you all we'll
0: see you next week goodbye bye thank you so much for listening you can follow the podcast at third eye bind pod on instagram there submit your questions via the third eye line by sending us a voice message or text dm the show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on youtube Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash thirdeyebind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Co. and you can find Caitlin on Instagram at Tarot.